this is Save Cell Chanel episode 18. I am really excited about this episode because 18 is one of my lucky numbers. My first one is going to be the number 8 and the second one is going to be 18 because um, and the third is going to be 88. But um, I really wanted to talk to you guys today about some of the things that I ha- that happened last week and if you're new to this podcast this podcast is dedicated to the different ways I save and sell the week prior and I share with you in a raw unedited version of this podcast and I just tell you what's on my mind and what I did and some of the tips that I had in terms of going through my debt-free journey so let's start with the saving portion of it so Last week, I tried to get really back on the ball in terms of trying to get back. I'm also doing healthy wages, which is if you if I lose 60 pounds by January of next year, I earn $2,000. So I'm trying to get back on track in terms of that. I did attempt to use Quick Thoughts and my survey money. I had about $40 or so in order to buy a... Um, a um, what is it called here? I'm trying to find it. Oh, here it is. It is a fitness tracker, uh, fitness tracker HR model Y1. And I thought it would be something nice. It was about $30 or so because a brand new Fitbit is around $100. Um, and I really couldn't afford that, especially if I was trying to use my quick thoughts money on making a purchase on Amazon. I ended up getting that fitness tracker and it didn't work out at all. Uh, I'm trying to use the achievement app and the achievement app is a fitness app that rewards you by if you get 10,000 points you get $10 so I really wanted an app to help incentivize in a monetary way me trying to get back on track and being healthy unfortunately that fitness tracker although it was affordable and it just didn't work I was walking around it just was not syncing with my phone for whatever reason and it is not one of the um, the fitness trackers that works with the achievement app so unfortunately I'm going to have to return that so I didn't want to delay this whole tracking or using the achievement app because I know a lot of you were curious to see whether or not that app even works so I went ahead and went on eBay and found a refurbished Fitbit for $17.99 and I received it yesterday. I haven't even um, synced it with my phone but I'm really excited to use it. Seems really comfortable. My boss has it. I have coworkers who have Fitbits and they're constantly talking about how much they love there so I'm really excited to get back on track with that and I will let you know what my thoughts are in terms of even using the Fitbit. So. I will um, give you an update next week. So in terms of selling, I did sell one item on eBay and I did sell one item last week through Instagram actually. And this is one of the things that I do want to go into detail about um, because it takes me so long to record YouTube videos and edit it. One of the tips, and a lot of people were asking me about it, one of the tips in regards to selling on Instagram is I don't usually do what other people do. I don't have a website that people can go to and click on. Um, And I think I looked into it. You have to have a Facebook page to kind of link your Instagram account into either a website or an item. So 
it was very time consuming and tedious in terms of trying to make it an actual store that's one click and i don't know if you've seen some of the youtube commercials facebook it has been discussing the different ways that they are expanding their product offerings whether it be oculus facebook whatsapp instagram and instagram shopping is one of those things that they're trying to develop so one of the things that I was really interested in and I have been doing for quite some time and I don't really share this that much is using Instagram and I do have another Instagram account that is separate from my Save Sell Chanel and my Glitter and Associates account and the reason being is I do as I've told you in the past I do have two eBay stores and I try to cross post them on to all the items that I sell on either Poshmark, Mercari, and Depop. Now there are items that I sell on eBay that I can't sell on Poshmark and it's not worth it to sell it on Mercari and it's not probably going to sell on Depop. So one of the ways that I try to gain the same global reach that I have on eBay and that's why I love selling on eBay is because eBay does have the global shipping program and I say it time and time again that I take advantage of their global shipping program option. It does help me with the hassle of having to go through the whole international paperwork and international shipping, the possibility of something getting lost. I like the fact that it's just sending it to the Kentucky Shipping Center and then they deal with it. But I didn't want to completely rely on eBay in terms of the global reach. So obviously one of the platforms that is really popular that people enjoy is Instagram. So I do have a separate Instagram account that I post cross post some of the items on there i don't really cross post every single thing on there because that would just be really tedious and i'd have to delete off instagram and then all the other platforms as well so i use that second or that third instagram account the hidden one to post things that are really unique and i'm not going to tell you what they are because i don't want those markets to be saturated or to shoot myself in the foot but what I do do is post the items and then I'll go and use certain hashtags that I know are trending at the moment. And if you are unfamiliar, unfamiliar with how Instagram works, they are, you can always see what hashtags have the most followers or the most posts. And then you can be very selective in that. So that's why I'll put certain hashtags on my Instagram photo so that I can get more of a reach. And then I'll say, um, you know, I'll put it in my link tree what the link is on my eBay account or they can DM me and just buy it direct. And then I'll situate the, if it's international, um, I, it depends where it is internationally. Like I would use a, depending on the size or what it is, I usually try to make sure it fits in a padded flat rate envelope because that is a... The shipping option is so much cheaper and it does get to the customer in a more timely manner. Um, usually, I'm going to be honest, I usually sell the Canada when I'm using those padded envelopes. I haven't really had very much inquiry. It starts getting really dicey when you start going to Europe and then the, the tariffs and the sales tax and things like that. So for the most part, I don't really do anything that gets too, too complicated because I just don't want something to be a problem in the future. I only use apps uh, such as PayPal, Venmo, the Cash app, so that I can protect myself in terms of getting methods of payment. 
but I do want to say that if you are going to use PayPal, um, definitely use the business account to protect yourself in case there is a fraudulent activity. Um, obviously, you don't know who these people are. And um, I only try to buy from people that I know I've or like sell to people that have built have have don't look like they're bots and don't have sketchy Instagram accounts. So um the thing is that I try to also I always say that if you're going to be buying it through Instagram that there are no returns and it is what it is like to ask me for like video or pictures of the item before committing to it or if they want to they can go ahead and buy it direct like on eBay so that we are both protected so that's just one of the things that the buyer has to decide at the end of the day so far I haven't really had any issues in terms of selling on Instagram I feel like people always try to complain about you know selling on different platforms but I feel like having those whether it's 10% on eBay or 20% on Poshmark 10% on Mercari and Depop that that percentage of a commission it does help protect you in some sort of way so just think about that people complain about it but I feel like just like you how you pay for insurance or have insurance to protect you you never know what's going to happen and it's just good to have a little bit of a safety net so don't feel too discouraged in using a platform so but if you are interested in using Instagram I know that they're going to be attempting to roll out different things if you have already noticed if especially have if you've switched your account to a business account that there is an option for payment so if you wanted to buy something online you could there are just a lot of things that they're going to have to really work out the kinks obviously Instagram is such a huge international platform but I love the fact that they're growing and expanding it's not just a place to house all of your photographs so that's really exciting um, I do want to talk about a couple other things in terms of selling I really want like I said last week I think I told you to diversify your options so I, I'm going to Chicago in a couple of weeks actually not a couple of weeks what day is it today the fifth and actually wow in in actually six days in 11 days in 11 days I will be going to Chicago and there's so much to be that I have to do before I have before I go so um, I'm gonna dive into this I'm gonna really try to start spending time after work just spending an exact amount like an hour or two hours just posting because I get distracted way too much and I know posting and listing is not one of the most attractive things that people like I don't think that a lot of people enjoy the process of posting something online it's things that people enjoy is the thrill of the hunt or taking pictures or measurements but the actual listing part and putting that information I feel like people think it's super tedious at least for me I feel like I, I hit a wall because I don't know what words to use and then I have to do research and I don't really write as much on a daily basis as I used to so trying to write my descriptions in such a way that are enticing I so how I write my listings I don't write my listings that seem so robotic I try to the first sentence especially when I'm on eBay I try to create it in such a way that they can, the potential buyer can envision his him or herself 
actually wearing an item or using the item so for instance if they are purchasing um, a pair of let's say a let's say like a even a like a Victoria's Secret bikini so I'll say uh, this especially if it's a nice print so I'll say maybe this floral print elevate your look at the elevate your look or stand out in a crowd in your next pool event with this Victoria's Secret floral print and then I'll just go into the women's size the description of the item whether it's pre-owned or um, new or used the condition what it's made out of women's size and then just go see the pictures it's pretty um, it starts to get kind of mundane but the first sentence I feel is becomes a little bit more impactful um, let's see what else I do want to talk to you about a couple things that are coming up so linking to my Poshmark stuff so I'm really excited because I said that I was going to the next Posh and Sip event here in San Antonio and that was that is going to be on May 15th I'm leaving work early to go to the events from 2 to 5 so I'm really excited about that just to be able to meet other poshers in the San Antonio area and I also noticed and I'm really thankful and happy for social media because I was noticing a lot of people were posting on Instagram about the next Posh Party Live and is going to be in Chicago. And so when I saw that, I was just really curious to see what would, what was it all about and what to expect. So I'm really happy that uh, it actually is happening on May 22nd or 21st of this month and that's during the time that I will be back in Chicago so I went ahead and bought the tickets because I really want to go as much as possible to these different Poshmark events unfortunately they unveiled the Posh Fest location and the ticket price and it's going to be in Phoenix Arizona and unfortunately I just I can't afford it the tickets are $229 and then I would need to have buy the plane ticket and then have get a hotel room or get a rental car so it's just not in the budget there are a lot of things that I have going on as you know I'm still trying to fund my Chicago trip and I have to start paying for the home repairs and the loan that we took out for the $5,000 loan that we took out and on top of that I'm prepping for I know it sounds crazy but I'm already trying to prep for my trip for Thanksgiving and Christmas and on top of that I really want to save up money to go see my parents in the Philippines in January for their 50th wedding anniversary so a lot of things are coming up and it's going to be a very interesting year there's going to be a lot of meal prepping involved this week. I only spent $25 on my end in terms of food. I bought power greens, some chicken, water, and just really essentials that I need for the week. And it's all about meal prepping and not eating out. So I'm going to focus on that. And it's going to be a lot of sacrificing going on. But in terms of that, that's fine. I even this week, I did my own nails and I know a lot of you, you know, they you don't have the luxury of going to a nail salon, but I do go to the Dollar Tree. I'll buy some of the things that are there. They have a really, they have a nice assortment of health and beauty products there now. So I got some 
nail nail polish nail accessories and i used my nails are like green and glitter and i put a base color and then i put silver glitter on top and then a top coat and i'm done so you can still be stylish and fashionable on a budget um and keep in mind i also for youtube i launched and posted my video in regards to my easter thrift haul and i definitely want you to watch that if you are a businesswoman or just trying to get ideas in terms of thrifting and how to style on a budget definitely watch that i spent about 80 dollars or so on clothing but i got a lot of clothing i got two blazers that was a full set in terms of a suit and matching skirt and then i got even more blazers in terms of um, business so I really love thrifting, but I only love thrifting when it's 75% off or 50% off because I love styling on a budget. Um, I also want to talk about how yesterday I went to, I started my day by going to Uptown Cheapskate. Uptown Cheapskate is similar to a Plato's Closet in that they'll purchase, they're pretty much like re local resellers. So what they'll do, it's a franchise, what they'll do is they'll buy your new or used clothing give you an amount and then resell it in their local location in their location so yesterday they had a $15 bill or fill a bag sale and in that there was as much as you could fill in the bag um, you get to keep the clothing so you people start getting really creative and how they can fit stuff in that bag so it's really fun but also gets really competitive the thing this time though I really wanted to come in early around 9 30 but didn't happen i got there at 9 50 there was a long line so unfortunately i don't and then there i was waiting in line and they didn't start letting people in until about 10 10 and then you wait in line again to pay and then finally come out so by the time i got out there are already people going through everything and so i felt that i was there were just there were soap there were probably good things because they had a lot a lot more variety of shoes this time but unfortunately i'm really unfamiliar with men's shoes and men's sneakers so i didn't know if I, I saw some shoes that did look fake to me but um and the only reason why i knew that was because they didn't actually have a tag on the inside so that's how i knew like they were fake nikes because they didn't have anything on the inside but um and that just comes with the fact that people just need to be a little bit more educated in terms of the sneaker game that's really hard because especially if people are processing a lot of clothing at one time it's very time consuming and things can definitely slip through the cracks so overall honestly um some of my tips in terms of if i were to do this again i would probably just stick to um, I was tempted to getting a three bags, but I, I'm just, I'm happy with going with two bags. And honestly, this time I really had to search for items to fill the second bag. And the reason being that this time around, there wasn't very much good stuff, even though I'd gotten there early. Last time I had gone in around three o'clock and there was still so much good stuff to be purchased. But this time around, it was just such a mess. So, um, honestly... I would go again because all the proceeds go to charity and you know it, it's all about going it's um helps a organization called build on and it's where they build schools in africa so it goes to a good cause 
for someone who's finding clothing for themselves especially if you're a broke elementary school student high school student college student $15 can definitely go a long way especially if you're looking for sizes for yourself and it's just certain style pieces and it's fun to do it I would consider this bill bag sales a level up from going to the goodwill bins and the reason being because they already have the little buckets and baskets they're all divided by sizes and gender so it makes it a little bit easier the only difference is that obviously first come first serve and it starts getting really chaotic and it's outside so people are sweating you're kind of like on top of each other so there's just a lot of going on um in terms of reselling it may not be for you because if if it hasn't already sold in the store and it ha probably hasn't made its way all down like if it's had already passed the 60% off that they have going on store that's when they're gonna go and put it to the bins pretty much it's items that aren't selling in the store and they just need to get rid of inventory so just keep that in mind as a reseller I probably wouldn't go to source for that next time because this time around there wasn't very many good things one way you can help gauge to see whether or not your fill bag sale is going to be worth it is you definitely need to go into your uptown cheapskate or even plato's closet check out what the the inventory looks like and then it's going to be a cycle after so if their brands haven't been at the top of the line or very high end you can already tell that you're not going to get very much because this is they're going to sell their inventory that is not selling in their own store so definitely definitely keep that in mind um so i do want to talk about that i after i went to uptown cheapskate i went to mini mini con and i also did a video i'm going to do a video on that i have so many videos that i need to catch up on this week so a lot going on with that i mini mini con is like a comic con but it's small it was at the wonderland of the americas here in san antonio i had never gone to like a comic con type situation before but i see i'm really happy that i went because i see what the appeal is in regards to if you're into anime or comic con um because it was actually really fun it was a free event you know me i'm trying to explore the city of san antonio on a budget and by doing that or going I was able to see all these people dressed up or cosplayers and see the tournament the final tournament and all of these people that do all of these handmade kawaii things so that's definitely on my alley I do like kawaii things and if you don't know what kawaii is it's a Japanese word for something that's cute and small just very cute and um I, I definitely love kawaii things and um I will definitely go back next year. Unfortunately, my husband didn't go with me this time. But if you're into this thing and you're on a budget, I see where you can definitely go to the Wonderland of the Americas and get some sort of exposure. This next year, I do want to go sooner. I went around six o'clock or so, so I didn't really get to see any of the other things that were going on or ma the main event people. So uh, I do want to go in next time when it's earlier. Um, what else so i do want to say thank you to those of you who do follow me on youtube i finally got up to 52 subscribers on youtube which is huge for me because I'm, that means i'm on my way to 100 i'm trying to put as much content uh, out here in terms of podcasting instagram youtube facebook and i'm really challenging myself to 
balance selling reselling and using all of these platforms as my creative outlet um i've been going through a lot of things personally and i'm really thankful for this community because all of the positivity and all of the people reaching out to me to encourage me and all my deferred journey i'm very thankful for it because i know it makes me feel good knowing that you know i'm not alone and that a lot of people have gone through it and that there are baby steps in terms of getting to my next goal um so i want to say thank you for that um i'm kind of losing my voice so i guess i'm gonna let leave this podcast here um so I definitely am thankful for you guys for listening to this podcast. And um, as I say every week, I hope you have a wonderful week and that you will find different ways to save and sell one day at a time.